come. Walk down the winding path. Don't mind the spooks and monsters. They stay hidden within the trees. There are mysteries in this world that you need to know, and paranormal truths that need to be told. Come, step up into the caravan, where we share tales of old, as well as new accounts about things you thought only existed in your nightmares. Welcome back inside the caravan. I have thought a lot about the content of this episode. Originally, I thought about ending the caravan completely. Then I considered saying goodbye just for now, leaving it open in case my writing was to really take off. Right now I'm just blogging and contemplating. I actually have three potential books in the works, to which I would be honored to share when the time comes. Since July, I've been learning a lot about myself and podcasting and live radio. I used to feel more rigid about my episodes. However, I have learned that sometimes it's better to stray off the beaten path and share more of who you are, your experiences and beliefs with your listeners. I love the paranormal. I've had many personal experiences with it. However, tonight, I want to share about another passion and that is about personal and spiritual development and finding your tribe. I actually have two groups on Facebook that I have ran for several years, one being Roots of Sisterhood and the other Roots of Brotherhood. I try to post inspiring and uplifting posts in both groups, focusing on trying to fix each other's crowns instead of stealing them. We need to be aware of how everything we do has the potential to cause a domino effect, for good or ill even as simple as a smile to a stranger. That one simple act can then potentially be spread from person to person throughout the day, even leading to a possible life-changing act of kindness. The words we choose are also extremely important, for they shape our world. Everything we say we are, we become. What we project on others, they can potentially embody. In example, our mothers and grandmothers can tell us birth stories, Stories that either fill us with fear and pain or empowerment and peace, potentially affecting whether we have a cesarean or not. Then, it is all that we don't say, the words that we leave out, the pauses between what is said that leaves our minds to wander. This is where we need to learn to ask the right questions and trust our hearts. Things happen to us in life that are not always our fault. It is, however, our responsibility to choose what we will do with what we are handed. For 12 years, I was in an abusive marriage. I tried leaving six times. It was on the seventh try that I was successful. I had no idea where I was going to go, nor what I was going to do. I lived in and out of motels and my car. Then the universe gave me the ability to work in the medical field and set down roots for my family. In between all of this... I've been trying to chase my passions, my dreams. The caravan was my safe haven and brought me so much happiness when all of this was going on. I have to be honest, though. There were multiple times I disappeared and I did feel guilty. I love all of you. I really, truly do. And I want to offer an apology for the times that I disappear without giving an explanation and all my inconsistency. 
As much as I believe in all that I'm sharing as well, it is something I too am learning and working on. Choosing my words, speaking from alignment, and with awareness, letting go of fear. And that is something else I want to touch on. I think most would agree it is easy to go to fear, for many reasons. Past traumas, conditioned fear responses, subconscious programming. However, it is when we act out of fear that we have the potential to become irrational, and we can become blinded to the truth. In the same turn, fear can be a very healthy response. There can be certain behaviors we can learn to recognize that we can thus stop or break a pattern that is potentially hazardous. This is where discernment comes in and learning to trust our intuition. Because if we don't, then we can either end up in the same situations as before, if not worse. Now, if we can also do our best to remain in the state of love, love of ourselves and each other, then we have the ability to really heal ourselves and thus the entire world. There is a poem or prayer that I learned about when I was taking the sacred pregnancy course seven years ago when I was expecting my youngest child. It is called the Navajo Beauty Way Prayer. It says, Today I will walk out. Today everything unnecessary will leave me. I will be as I was before. I will have a cool breeze over my body. I will have a light body. I will be forever happy and nothing will hinder me. I will walk with beauty below me. I walk with beauty above me. I walk with beauty all around me. My words will be beautiful. In beauty all day long may I walk. Through the returning seasons may I walk. On the trail marked with pollen may I walk. With dew about my feet may I walk. With beauty before me may I walk. With beauty behind me may I walk. With beauty below me may I walk. With beauty above me, may I walk. With beauty all around me, may I walk. In old age wandering a trail of beauty, lively, may I walk. In old age wandering a trail of beauty, living again, may I walk. It is finished in beauty. It is finished in beauty. Now, after I posted this in one of my groups, I received one of the biggest gifts. A friend of mine expressed how much this prayer touched and inspired him, so much so that he would go on to compose a full orchestral piece of this poem. I will never forget receiving an email, what felt like a year or so later, inviting me to the premiere choral performance of this piece. I have included this at the end of the episode, and I want everyone to just think about that, doing things in love and in beauty. I remember many years ago I ran into a woman who literally carried long stem roses around to hand out to people, strangers, that she would come across in her daily life. She would hand these out, offering words of encouragement and love. And another friend of mine had returned from a trip, I believe it was to Bali, and they mentioned waking up to flower petals sprinkled on doorsteps in the morning. Think about that. What can I be doing to add love and beauty to my own life and the lives of those around me? As I sit and contemplate that thought, I think about a poem that offered so much beauty to my life. So here I want to address the wild ones. Those of you who are called. Those of you who feel like you might not belong. Who have the ability to feel and sense everything, every emotion around you. This poem I feel that everyone, especially the wild ones, should hear. It may be directed at women but this can honestly be meant for everyone, as it resonates deep within me. Let this be a stone in your path to realizing how great you really are. 
I found this several years ago on a website called Rebel Society. It's titled, A Wild Woman is Not a Girlfriend. She is a Relationship with Nature. But can you love me in the deep, in the dark, in the thick of it? Can you love me when I drink from the wrong bottle and slip through the crack in the floorboard? Can you love me when I'm bigger than you? When my presence blazes like the sun does? When it hurts to look directly at me? Can you love me then too? Can you love me under the starry sky, shaved and smooth, my skin like liquid moonlight? Can you love me when I'm howling in fury, standing on my haunches, my lower lips stained with the blood of my last kill? When I call down the lightning, when the sidewalks are singed by the soles of my feet, can you still love me then? What happens when I freeze the land and cause the dirt to harden over all the pomegranate seeds we've planted? Will you trust that spring will return? Will you still believe me when I tell you I will become a raging river and spill myself upon your dreams and call them to the surface of your life? Can you trust me, even though you cannot tame me? Can you love me, even though I am all that you fear and admire? Will you fear my shifting shape? Does it frighten you when my eyes flash like your camera does? Do you fear they will capture your soul? Are you afraid to step into me? The meat-eating plants and flowers armed with poisonous darts are not in my jungle to stop you from coming, not you. So do not worry, they belong to me, and I have invited you here. Stay to the path revealed in the moonlight and arrive safely to the hut of Baba Yaga, the wild old wise one. She will not lead you astray if you are pure of heart. You cannot be with the wild one if you fear the rumbling of the ground, the roar of a cascading river, the startling clap of thunder in the sky. If you want to be safe, go back to your tiny room. The night sky is not for you. If you want to be torn apart, come in. Be broken open and devoured. Be set ablaze in my fire. I will not leave you as you have come, well-dressed in finely threaded sweaters that keep out the cold. I will leave you naked and biting, leave you clawing at the sheets, Leave you surrounded by owls and hogs and flowers that only bloom when no one's watching. So come to me and be healed in the unbearable lightness and darkness of all that you are. There is nothing in you that can scare me, nothing in you I will not use to make you great. A wild woman is not a girlfriend. She is a relationship with nature. She is the source of all your primal desires and she is the wild whipping wind that uproots the poisonous corn stalks on your neatly tilled farm. She will plant pear trees in the wake of your disaster. She will see to it that you shall rise again. She is the lover who restores you to your own wild nature. Embrace who you are. I offer both of these poems to you, as they are both things I had posted in the Roots of Sisterhood and Brotherhood groups that I ran on Facebook. May you walk in beauty. May it be finished in beauty.